Hey everyone, it's Ugo. So due to a family emergency, we will not be recording any new episodes until further notice. Please follow us on Instagram and on Twitter to keep up to date with the podcast. We'll definitely let you guys know once we're back on the mic. In the meantime, please enjoy this episode. This is episode three of our beauty series. And it's just to wrap it up, we really hope that you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for the support thus far. And we'll catch you on another episode. And we're back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of We Are That Podcast. It's your girl, Chris, the problematic sister of the podcast, which I don't really even know if I should have that title anymore, considering that with that little so poll. Should. I mean, so with, that, with that little poll that we had on Twitter or whatever, I was not the number one option. Uh, it was actually Miss Ugo, the Nigerian one. Um, I think we should call her the problematic Nigerian queen of the podcast because i wasn't the number one option. See, now i'm upset because i was just minding my business thinking about the lemonade i'm about to go pour for myself and you know and, bitch ass, and your bitch ass <laughs> listen home you done cursed out about every celebrity walking this earth on this microphone so please you the problematic one do we need to remind you of when you got into it with funk flex live on Thank the air you. Actually, I wasn't on the show. It was a very one-sided beef. He had a problem with me. It was a it was a Beyonce and Kerry Hilson. Yes. Oh yes. my God, that is so spot on. <laughs> you thought of that off the dome real quick. That was because great. it was very one-sided. <laughs> like she really came out of pocket and we're like, Carrie, like you really fucked up your career for that. Like you fucked up with that girl. Okay. That's not my business. But anyway, like I was saying, thank you guys. I'm here with my two wonderful co-hosts, Ugo and Carly. Uh, Today, we're going to wrap up that little beauty segment um, series that we said that we were going to do. I promise you, like, I'm I'm shocked that we did it. You know what I mean? Because we lie on this podcast sometimes. And we made it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on our third and final installment of this little beauty series. I'm proud of us. I'm giving you guys a silent hand clap because I don't want auto, audio feedback or anything. I'm um, happy we did. I think it was a great idea. Shout out to Ugo. Yeah, shout out, girl. That was my idea? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Look at, you know what? <laughs> it's like we're prepared and we're not prepared all oh, at the same time. Everything kind of just comes together. You know what I mean? Duality is what I like to call it. <laughs> um, no, but today I will give you guys a trigger warning. It might be a little bit sensitive, uh, but it's going to be a good episode. It's going to be very enlightening in terms of, you know, delving into those things that we don't necessarily want to talk about with other people because a lot of these are self struggles, but they're things that should be addressed because they're common and, I think that would be really, really good to hear from three people who we I'd like to think that were relatable. Uh, so, yeah, today we're actually going to talk about the darker sides of uh, beauty. What, what's wrong? My whole thing is, can we like, because I already know this is about to be a doozy. Y'all thought last week I was throwing bombs. <laughs> this bitch is about to throw some shit. I read it. I said, wow, we're getting deep. Okay. <laughs> so can we at least, how was y'all weekends? Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was, I was going to say... 
But before we get into it, I want to know. Chris, Chris, ready to take us on the deep end right now, three minutes into the episode. If I may say, though, at least I sent my outline to you guys to get you guys to prepare. You guys are well um, briefed and everything. Yesterday, we had all of them introspective ass questions and girl I don't smoke I was barely drunk so I was here like whoa like this is a lot of reality hitting me at one time and nobody tell you the raw dog reality you know what true I don't do that Mm-mm. true true which is why I get properly drunk on this podcast almost every week without fail so claps to me and claps to you too for also doing the same uh but yeah how are you guys how are you guys Good weekends, good weeks, any good news? Yes, actually. Um, my brother graduated, so shout out to Chima. Yes. Shout out Chima. Shout out to Chima TV. My little baby. Yep. Five in, five out. So that was that's pretty much all I did this weekend. I was just in DC and that Mother's Day, which was nice. So mm-hmm. that's good. Shout out Chima. Um, my my weekend was quiet. It was it was raining a lot, so I was like, ugh, kind of like blown by that. But for the most part, it was quiet and it was simple, so I, I it was okay. <laughs> how was your um, how was your thing with the with the billboard? How did that go? Oh yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh no, what? yeah. Um, I'll <laughs> okay. I'll put it like this. Funny enough, because we're actually doing an episode arc, a uh, three episode arc on beauty standards and such like that. Um, let's just say that the beauty industry has come so far in regards to representation of people who are different than the standard, but at the same time, we've also not come as far as we really should have in 2021. And I'll leave it at that. But it was still thrilling, um, to have even the opportunity offered. And um, I know for a fact that I could not be a model because <laughs> having to deal with um, those uh, restrictions and the censorship and it's just it's just a lot. Shout out to people who are models in this era because I know for a fact it's not easy having to be critiqued on everything that you do and everything that you look like. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, I feel that though, because like, even when I was doing the outline for this, I was like, damn, reading some of like the articles that I have. You said it perfectly, like the beauty industry really has come a long way from what it was maybe even like five years ago, but now it's just, you, it's still not there. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. it could be, at, if it was at a hundred, it's just, I don't know if it's like negligence or anything, but it's just not there, but it's good. But I guess it is good that you got to see that and like be knowledgeable of it. Uh, so that, you know, if you do get other opportunities like that, that you'll be more mindful and like make like informed decisions about what you're going to get into. So it sucks that it had to be that way, like in your face, but it's still good that you at least got to know, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you got the experience. That was really cool though. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, shout, out, shout out to the, whoever you are, fuck you. Yeah. I Period. mean, okay. If I'm remembering correctly, cause it was like a, it was like a, like a art show series happening for like three four days in the city and it's like like the launch day i wasn't a part of but i believe i still was on a billboard somewhere some at at some different locations in the city but i didn't even go to look because the whole process was actually like really annoying and just 
really opened my eyes to the industry. You know what I mean? Because again, like from not being in it, never having experienced anything like that, I'm like, wow, yo, we really came up. Like everything is different now. The representation is there. Um, the curvy, curvy is in. Like all these new things from my perspective, I'm just like, finally, I'm able to see if these are things that I wish I had seen when I was younger. And then I'm in it close up and it's just like, yeah, no, it's actually um, a lot more censored than that. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I mean, we we do have a long ways to go, child. A long ways to go. Mm. Sorry about that. But, it's okay. Yeah, for sure. It sucks. But I mean, like I said, it's good to know. Exactly. You know, but what we're going to do before we delve into like the really, really deep stuff is we're going to do just like a little lighthearted talk about beauty, um, like some beauty and some fashion trends that we want to come back, things that we really, really like, we think are in it for the long haul, and then some that we wish were either never a thing or things that need to just go away because like, child, what are, what are people thinking? You know what I mean? So like the first thing that I was thinking uh, when I like made this question was um, remember when people tried to do like squiggly eyebrows, like oh. that, like that trend with squiggly eye, you know, I understand that things are here for like a viral moment or a meme or anything, but like none of y'all are, wa- I hope no one was actually walking out of the house like mm. that because what are, what are we? I thought those were Photoshopped. I don't like the straight eyebrows either. Those get on my nerves. Like the Spock eyebrows, the one that are just... Like, just... I don't know why people are doing that. Well, Doja Cat has the Spock eyebrows sometimes, and she, it doesn't look bad on her. No, it does. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, we. You know what I think is coming back. Um, I don't see many women doing the full-on, like, Anastasia Beverly Hills brow anymore. I see more people going about um, brushing their brows um up naturally with brow gel Mm -hmm. and just filling them in a little bit and then underlining them with concealer i've been meaning to try that because i'm not familiar with brow gel but i saw somebody use the got to be glue that we use ugo instead (laughs) (laughs) wait were you hip to this already because i just found out that you could use it as a you were oh my god i just got hip that you could use it as a brow gel the um you know what i don't know what the name of those soaps are but it's like that little orange almost like clear looking soap. Like you can put your spoolie on it, brush your eyebrows up. See, I've heard people say that, but I'm like, are you really using a spoolie and soap? I was like, dead ass. (laughs) But I mean, not me. I'm still using the same Anastasia dip brow. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a trend I will not be participating in. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. Um, A hair trend that I really would like to see come back kind of inspired by this uh, little TikTok challenge that I had seen, um, like the 70s Farrah Fawcett, Donna Summer, big curl, big airy curls hairstyle. I really like that. I love seeing the Black girls killing it because the first video that I have seen was of a white girl doing it. And then Black girls took over and was really doing the damn thing. I just recently saw a picture of Donna Summer I was like, wow, her hair is so beautiful, so full. I love the curls just surrounding it like a crown. I'm like, I wish I could see more looks like that. I kind of want to see if I could experiment that with a wig, to be honest. You definitely could. Yeah, but I'm sure you could. Yeah. 
I saw um, a video of a girl doing it with dreads. Whoa. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see that. I can't even picture that, but I'm sure it mm-hmm. looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, I think it looks like just like really bountiful and everything. Because I remember like my experience like as a little girl when I used to go to like the doobie shops and everything, and they used to try to like bump your edge. I used to hate that shit. I used to think it was like the ugliest shit in the world. But I knew I had to get my hair done, and girl, I wasn't paying for it, so I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm seeing like the reverse bump and like how they're how they really maximized it into something that looks so good, I'm like, well, damn, like people are really transforming this whole hair mm-hmm. thing and I'm like girl when I was like 11 12 whenever and I was getting them little doobies with the bumped ends I'm like this shit is so trash that's something I don't want to come back you know what I want to come back um the I guess the lower rise jeans like the one the hip huggers whatever them Ooh. shits is called with I like a nice little belly shirt or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, and I love that the um a lot of like shades that I'm seeing, like some that I re- just recently bought, are like you know like the more throwback kind of shape, not like the big shades or anything. It's those cute little small. I love those. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I have a couple pairs. Unfortunately, they don't fit my face. So like, if you want mine, you can have them. But thanks. Yeah, my my face is too round. I just can't like they don't they don't do mm-hmm. it for me. Um, and also, I don't know if this has ever like gone out of style, but something that I want to try out more because as we all know, like me, we love wearing black here. Um, you, I think you were pointing it out like last week, Ugo, I'm not sure if it was on the mic or off the mic, but like just experimenting with like monochromatic looks outside of just black, you know, cause I love, like, I see people with like, we're rocking all blue, all red, all like greens and stuff. And I think it is so, so pretty. Like it looks amazing. And, but of course black is so easy. It's effortless and black literally almost always looks good. So I always gravitate towards black, but I really want to get into like more bold colors. And I say this every year. So if I turn out on December 31st and I'm a liar, don't hold me to it. But I really want that to be a thing. That's why I'm experimenting with more like colorful bags and heels and stuff. Yeah, definitely. That's what I've been challenging myself to do. Like, like colors that like really pop. That's my thing. That's I'm just trying spending a little too much money on it. But at least you guys know I'm actually doing this one. You see, at least one thing <laughs> that I've said on this mic will not be a lie. Bye. Thank you for the kudos thanks not a problem not a problem because I, I really do want to I really do want it to be a thing like it's I don't want to be in summertime all of these looks and everything that you could have and then it's just black like black is always black be a is thing. classic it, it, is. it looks so nice it looks so nice <laughs> oh my god um, but yeah, I think those are just like a couple of the things that we want to see come back things that we want to see go and I'm sure that there's like a whole bunch of other things that we could think of but you know for the sake of time we're just going to move forward with the episode uh so like i said trigger warning if you guys are um dealing with anything heavy with you know physical beauty mental health anything uh feel free to stop here or share or listen whatever you need to do uh so yeah we're gonna talk about the pressures of beauty today um so obviously as women we have our own identity with what we believe beauty is how we showcase it on ourselves and everything um and it might be different from the experience of men obviously because one we don't know what they go through in terms of beauty and two for me personally I just think that the pressures of beauty and being quote-unquote beautiful 
lies more on the woman. Um, like, do you guys think so? Do you think that it lies more on women? Do you think that men hold more? Do you think it's equal? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on it? Because personally, I think it lies more with the woman, but I'm open to a bunch of discussion. I 100% agree with you, Chris. I think there falls, I think the pressure of beauty falls more so on women, whereas the pressure of status falls more so on men. If that's something, if, if you want to compare, um, which battle is, you know, who's battling, what are, you know, each sex's individual battle that they go through in life. I definitely think men struggle with status versus us struggling with the pressures of beauty. Um, because, and I'm sorry if this comes out wrong, but women are more desirable than men. So I think that's kind of also where it stems from. It, whoa, am I wrong for that? Is that, is that crazy to say? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because anything I say now, I'm going to be the problematic one. No. So How about that? Y'all two run the episode. Just want to be so motherfucking slick. Anyways. But actually, I'm not even like trying to be annoying with my answer. I think it's fairly even. And I don't know if it's because I, I have a, personal insight to like what men deal with like with my brother seeing that growing up and like though it's not as obvious um because I know with women yes it's it's there will never be a time where I'm gonna sit here and say oh there's no like expectations on women yes it's there and it's loud but I think men go through the same things that we're going through like the weight, like you want to be, you want to make sure you have the cute clothes. You want to make sure that your skin is looking good. Like I kind of see it as equal. Yeah. And I mean, not to mention like men are also trying to navigate themselves avenues on how they can achieve this beauty while I guess also trying, I, I don't, I really don't want to bring it down this avenue because it's kind of annoying, but like without trying to I don't even want to do it, but I have to. Um, without trying to quote unquote, please, because I don't really believe this, seem too feminine in regards to doing it. Like, I feel like they put so much pressure on themselves to be that manly, mad, masculine kind of thing while also trying to achieve these beauty standards for a man. But they themselves also don't want to be seen as too girly or like anything like that. And, you know, I hate that I have to say that because I don't necessarily agree with, you know, you wanting to be beautiful and you taking care of yourself and doing all of these quote unquote feminine things makes you feminine. But those pressures are maybe things that we don't see because they just come as normal and common to us. So I definitely do see where you're coming from. Um, kind of makes me want to change my answer as well. Same. So, uh, but I mean, it's, is it, we can't be faulted for not, for like immediately thinking that it's on women though, because we, it's just so loud for us. Whereas like for a man, it's like a lot of hidden things that we might not see. And maybe we just see it through like conversations on the side and all that kind of stuff. And like you said, Ugo, because you see it yourself, you know? But. To me, it's just amazing because these niggas were just like trying to be machismo, manly man. I am man, hear me roar. Whole time, look at their fucking heels. They need Ooh. pedicures. We need to let all of these fucking standards go because these men's feet 
do you please. do you look at their feet sometimes? They looking like let they me, tr- they are rocking steady every no. day. Let me take a poll real quick, right? When y'all go get a pedicure, manicure, whatever, how often do you see men in the salon with you? And how many usually? If I see them, it's like literally one. One. Yeah. yeah. From when I've gone out here, I've seen at the most two. And to be specific, they've been older men. Like exactly. far yep. beyond my age. Like I want to yep. say like mid thirties, late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which says a lot. Men, it's okay to keep yourself kept. It's okay to keep yourself trim and nice in all the ways, you know, proper. It's not feminine at all. In fact, we well, low key get off on that. Men who know how to pay attention to their skin, men who know how to pay attention to their hands, their feet, that know that when standing in the shower, just letting the water touch your feet is not washing your feet. Men don't even oh, wash the whoa, bottom whoa, of their whoa, feet. Girl. Hold on, you dating white men? Oh, God forbid. But listen, I can throw I a lot of shade at men, I, at black men. I because, send that entire I know that they, back to you. <laughs> I know that they wash their feet. That's I the one thing. So. <laughs> Are you dating a white man? God, no. It's just like, if your cuticles are taking up half of your nail bed, I just think it's time to address it. You know what I mean? Chris, Do you I see have my passed. face? Like, the visual that just painted in my head was grotesque. Because I literally looked at my nail, I'm like, that's disgusting. If a man's cuticle is coming up, imagine if somebody had, like, their cuticle. No, but, like, you've <laughs> never seen, like, like, no offense, but, like, niggas with those nail beds that are literally, like, one centimeter big. Ugh, it'd be the nub... Oh my God. Listen, all I'm saying is we got to start giving these as a whole, as a people, please, let's start giving these men grace. Let's allow them because skincare is not feminine. Getting a pedicure is not feminine. Please lotion and your body. I was, I was watching, I'm not going to say the person's Instagram, but I was watching a story and they put up a poll question like, oh, he was a man. He said, do you lotion parts of your body that doesn't like show uh, like with whatever you're wearing? Like if I have a sweater and jeans, he's asking like, do you lotion your legs and your, your arms as well? Or do you just lotion what shows? Oh my and God. I like, I thought it was a joke. So I really laughed. I said, LMFAO, what kind of fucking question is this? And he replied, he was like, this was a serious question, period. I said, oh my God. Oh my God. Isn't the lotioning part after the shower, like the most personal best That's part what of I'm the saying, shower routine? Right. Like I'm getting every inch crevice. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm co- I'm confused. Like men, it's okay to even lotion yourself. Love yourself a little bit. But I'm was- surprised that men or someone really thought that and was dead ass. I, I would, <laughs> yeah. Bruh, I was at the gym. I was at the gym today and I was, you know, minding my business, checking in. I'm ready to ready to do my workout or whatever. Um, and I was like getting a water, whatever. And I look at this man's elbows. It's like, I don't understand how you have so much confidence to just walk out. Your elbows look like sidewalk chalk. And I don't understand what, like, do you not feel it? Do you not like, is it, is it not itchy? Like, do you not feel like friction when you like rub against something? Like, I don't, I don't know, but it was just very, very alarming to me. Like you are a dark man. So it's very noticeable, very noticeable. 
it's aggressive almost and it's like not even <laughs> like <laughs> she said it's aggressive i'm crying yeah, it is but no like you see how like my my sweater if anybody sees it's like a navy and you see mm-hmm. i have very large white lettering <laughs> it's the contrast it's the same con it was it's in your face you can't not see it but anyway men <laughs> lotion moisturize cleanse everything it's not feminine please just do it because it's sanitary almost but anyway um but for women obviously because we are women and we go through these pressures where do we think that these pressures come from like do they come from certain people do they come from certain places certain things like and I guess in your personal experience where do they the pressures come from for you because I just think it's like it is everywhere but like where are these predominant places where they might come from I think it all comes from men the fuck? It's like, no, I'm joking. Um, but it has a, a huge part to do with it. Like, um, it's obviously for, for me, I would say societal pressures. Like there was no one person that came up to me and was like, you have to be like this. You have to look like this. That is just what I see. And that's just as real as it's going to get for me. <laughs> I agree. Um, you know, growing up there, I, Growing up, whether it be my environment or how I was raised, whatever, there I did experience a lack of representation. So based off of what I saw, like in the media and getting a lot of buzz, seeing what people were fawning over, like I attributed that as, okay, that's in and I got to match that. And I can't tell you, oh my God, high school me, I just want to give her a hug. Because when I tell you, I put my hair through the fucking ringer trying to keep up with what was in and what was the do and all this stuff, trying to keep up with the stereotypical standards at the time, which you already read in between the lines. I don't even got to say it. But it's just like, yeah, definitely societal pressures and lack of representation for me. And I know for me, like, not necessarily like the makeup, dollop hair kind of beauty, but I guess just like what it means to look acceptable weight wise came a lot from my family as well. Um, I know that when I was growing up, I was never like a skinny girl or anything. I I always had some sort of um, thickness about me. And once I gained weight, especially during and after college, my family took notice and they couldn't help but to comment on it every single time. And especially given the fact that um, some of my family members were losing weight, a lot of them were, you know, going into diets like low carb, keto, stuff like that. So they were losing weight. All of my male cousins were already like on the skinnier side or more bulk size. So, you know, me as the outlier who isn't necessarily like a skinny mini or, you know, super in shape or anything. I always took notice from, you know, gaining weight when I was a kid. Uh, so that's also a big thing. And thankfully it's slowed down more because I've started taking more measures into my own hands, but it would remiss me to think that that wasn't a big part of it as well, because that tailored a lot into like, not necessarily my insecurities, but definitely like affected my, like what I thought was deemed acceptable or not acceptable. And I'm not sure if you guys have had similar experiences at all, but I know that was like a really big thing for me growing up and into recently. So like for the majority of my life. 
thank you for touching on that because um if if any of our uh listeners uh can relate so my sister growing up my half sister we share a mom so i don't know maybe it came from her dad's genes but um growing up my sister was always very very slim very very slim very petite and me getting a lot of like my mom's jeans, I guess, I don't know, but her side of the family runs large. And she told me that when I was a little girl, like when I used to feel insecure about my weight and, you know, growing up, like my sister and I looking so different, that would be something that she would target the most. Of course, like, you know, growing up siblings bicker. Um, but I definitely felt that pressure and almost was wondering like, why couldn't I look like her? Like, why'd she get the good genes? And you know what I mean? Like, that's something that I found myself questioning a lot too. But funny enough, she had a baby and grew into her thick self. So now she's right where I'm at. So funny how that turned out, isn't it? Carly, (laughs) that's really fucked up. (laughs) What? great she looks you want to know what's funny I actually posted a picture of her one time like like maybe a year or two ago of her side profile because her ass literally looks like yours Ugo like it's like a pea and I remember posting it on my story because you were the best representation because we literally were looking at pictures of you the other day period period (laughs) literally I remember I put a picture of her and it was like her it was like a P and I had to take it out immediately because niggas starting to reply back I was like "Eh, (laughs) I'll eat stuff yeah nope okay (laughs) I was like (laughs) but um funny how that works right I don't know maybe babies do that to you make you get thicker (laughs) child not me child because Miami is right there, period. Oh, no, that's right. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Slightly, guys. Slightly. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, with this conversation, like, we kind of tapped into things that are, like, portions of us that can be seen as, like, things that we're insecure about. I know, for me personally, I've always been insecure about my weight. Up until this moment at 8.15 p.m., I am still insecure about my weight. It's been this way for, like, the majority of my life. Um, And not to mention, like, that's just one out of the many things of my physical self that I have insecurities about. Um, But before I get into more of mine, if you guys would like to share, you're more than welcome to not if you guys are not comfortable with it. But because they are real things and things that are probably pretty common amongst women, Black women uh, specifically, um, what are some of like the physical insecurities that you guys have had throughout your life? And like, are these things that you're still struggling with or are they like consistent? Like they just don't go away or are they things that are like you have it at one moment, then it kind of goes away for whatever reason. And then maybe it like pops back up or maybe you had it for one portion of time and then you handled it. So now you don't have it anymore. But I just want to tap into that because I think that these are really real discussions that black women and also black men, because these things can also affect them as well um, that we all face. So Whoever wants to go first, go right ahead. I definitely agree with the weight. I struggle with that too, as I mentioned, always, you know, being thick and, uh, you know, full figured as a kid. But another one that I've always been, um, well, I'm I'm in the process of working on it, but my breasts, you know, I, I do, I guess, have considerably large breasts, but... I always wish that they were more perky. 
You know what I mean? I always loved seeing how like girls could just wear a shirt with no bra. Like I, I growing up, I always like had to wear a bra because my because my breasts weren't always the perkiest, and that was something that like I I struggled with growing up. I'm laughing because I just remembered. Oh my god! I remember one time I googled like like how to like make them perkier, and I I believe I came across an article. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I think it was like. If you if you run cold water on your breasts, it'll like tighten the muscles. Guys, keep in mind we're going back to like two thousand and like seven or I can't even. It was just it was years ago. It was what was the source? I I can't remember. Wikipedia. <laughs> just to just to show you that I was young and I was desperate and that was something I was really insecure about. Okay. <laughs> That's so silly thinking about that right now. Y'all saw me full for like imagine you just sitting in the shower, just cold water. Take me away. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Goddamn water bills like eight hundred dollars because Carly wanted to lift her titties up in the water. Like you know, they (laughs) we just had that SWV and Escape versus the other day. Period. I mean. That's a different type of rain, though. I don't know about that. I know, one. I know. We know them, them freaky ass bitches. What they were singing about, but <laughs> whatever. Um, I guess for me, I know growing up, um, definitely my skin was the most obvious insecurity that I had because I had such terrible acne. Um, and even now, um, I would say that uh, insecurity that I like a fleeting. I guess it, it's kind of passing, depending on how I feel. Because you know, when you wake up every day, you feel different about yourself. But some days I feel like I am like a morose, obese, like slob, and then some days I'm like I'm a bad bitch. So it depends. Like, but um, I would definitely say weight is still something that I struggle with. But I think a big insecurity that I rarely ever talk about is like my feet. I hate that I have wide feet. Um, Speak, to the, yeah. Speak to the choir. Speak to the choir. Oh my god! Oh wait, you have wide feet too, Chris? Hell yeah! Because I was gonna say, yeah. is it because we're tall that like naturally we may have wide feet? But I you're know. not that tall, Chris. Whoa! I... Oh, please. So I'm just gonna say I know I have my dad's feet because my dad has wide feet. I'm not throwing <laughs> shots at you, Chris. I'm I'm not caught in this crossfire. It's, it's okay. I'll just be a, I'll just be a little shortstop on the side. Don't worry. <laughs> but that's definitely something that I always struggle with because I'm like it's annoying because and, and as strange as it may sound, there's not much representation for it like if I'm on a site they only have like the narrow fit or like the small sizes like I'm a size 10 and I have wide feet bro like what the fuck am I supposed to squeeze into these little ass shits for like but yeah and um can I just call out a company real quick I don't know if this is a thing but I feel as though some some companies might mislabel their shoe sizes as 10 but it really will be another size because I definitely remember ordering heels from Fashion Nova size 10 I always have see that's the thing like because of the fact that I have wide feet like depending on the shoe I can be a size 10 I could be a, a 11 a, nine and a half it depends it really does depend um, even when it comes to sneakers, but I ordered a size 10 heel from Fashion Nova and I kid you not, word is bond. That shit was definitely a size like eight or a size nine, but on the shoe itself, it was labeled 10, but I was like, nah, this is not a size 10 heel. 
That has happened to me before, but it wasn't with Fashion Nova, but oh, that right. definitely has happened. Right? So, yeah. I hate that. And it'd be like a, like you said, it's like a drastic difference. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's a tight fit. It's like, bitch, my foot cannot fit in this shoe. Maybe my shape. big toe got in. Something. Maybe. <laughs> Part of me feels like I remember this experience, Carly. I, I feel like I remember you Did telling me about this. I feel like I remember you telling me about this. This. Is what I, this was like when I had first started ordering from Fashion Nova. This was like about a year or so ago, two years ago. Yep. And can I just say, like, fa- and I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but I just want to address this right now. Fashion Nova makes like the prospect of you buying clothes quite unrealistic sometimes depending on who they have on the site modeling said clothes because it's like I could have I'm not going to say my size but like if I'm ordering x size and I see that you're on this website and you have like the same you're wearing quote unquote the same size as me I'm thinking all right well it's gonna lie on me kind of like that if we have like um if we have the same size but I'm realizing like I guess my ignorance because people hold weight differently and like all this kind of shit, but it's like, damn, like sometimes I really think that something is going to look cute on me. Lo and behold, it either looks like spandex or it looks like a fucking trash bag. And I, it's like, I have such a hard time like finding the perfect size because of some of the expectations that some of these companies put on buying these clothes um from their site i don't know if it's like a selling scheme marketing you know marketing is a bitch sometimes but that is um another topic but to go back to the insecurities i know one of my big ones that i've been faced with was my smile i used to always hate my smile uh I had braces for like three and a half years, had surgery to correct it because of like a problem that i had and shit um but yeah, even after all of that, like I still have never, I guess for lack of a better term, I still haven't found my smile. And it sucks because smiling is a nice thing. It, it's cute and everything. And I just haven't gotten it down yet. It's something that I'm, I probably will forever be insecure about. And it sucks because I have like the cheeks for the smile, but I just don't have everything else for it. And I'm always going to be so insecure about it because I just think that my smile is so fucked up. I hate <laughs> if, it. If it makes you feel better, up until like like fourth grade, I want to say like around fourth grade, I did not know how to smile. And I'm not kidding. I, I have an open bite. So as a kid, I would stick my, I don't know why. I, but I guess I didn't know how to smile with an open bite. So I would stick my tongue in the middle. I will send a picture to the group chat, actually. I will send a picture to the group chat right now so y'all can laugh live. But there's a picture of me, class picture. I'm smiling. And my tongue is in between my teeth. <laughs> I don't know if I, I could laugh at shit like this because I know this is an episode about insecurities. But one, did you say an open bite? And two, you stuck your tongue out like them little badass motherfuckers that bite people. You are a demon. Yes, I did. Oh my gosh. I really, oh, oh my gosh. I really did that. Why? You know what? I'm not even going to get into it, but I definitely blame my dad for my open bite. And that's that on fucking that. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, clearly I'm not over it. I 
I, I can smile now. I learned, but I'm literally, I'm literally picturing like little you, like smiling with just seeing the little tip of the tongue right there. I'm like, oh, that's a badass kid right there. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Y'all niggas is muted. Y'all know that? Oh, I watch, oh God. I I'm want sorry. you to say that to your dad. I want you to tell him that you blame him for your smile. I want you to record I it. Absolutely will. I record it and send I it will. to me because I want to see his response. Absolutely. Glad. While we're on the topic, can you um put in an order of curry goat for me? Because since you're talking about your dad and all, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I was feeding for that the other day, actually. Bro, so, yeah. 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 Oh, oh my God, here's the picture. Okay, I'm about to send it. Please don't. Not on this. Not right no, now. So that we not right laugh. now. Oh, okay. no. Okay. All right. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Continue. Oh, no. You're going to send it anyway. And we just going to have to have a giggle fucking moment. And we're going to have to describe what the fuck you look like with your little Salazar Slytherin tongue seeping <laughs> through your fucking teeth. You are a menace. Oh Do you God. hear me? Carly, say Salazar. No, that, oh that god, is something. Oh my that god! Was oh my rude. god! I'm about to hang up. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> Look at the picture. I'm about to. I'm about to hang up. Oh nah, this has to be the episode picture. I'm changing it this week. I'm so mad. I'm this so mad. First of all, y'all know I'm self conscious about my list. <laughs> can this be the? Can this be the epi- that episode about um Slytherin's open bite? Oh my god, fine. I'm so do you understand what I mean now though? Like I did not know how to smile. Say Salazar three times. No, suck my dick. (laughs) Say that three times. No! (laughs) I'm so mad. Yeah. Yo, this picture is hilarious, son. I'm saving this. Background for me. I'm saving this. (laughs) This is your this is your contact picture for sure. Oh God. absolutely i'm saving it right now thank you so much why didn't the photographer tell me to fix my mouth because they don't care they're getting a check fuck them kids (laughs) and that's on period period it's been a movement but anyway um but like with uh insecurities and everything obviously these things can really affect our mental health um Girl, I know it's affected mine. And I know we've had like conversations about how it's really gotten to us. But how exactly have these pressures of beauty affected you? Like, I'm not saying like, did it diagnose you with anything? But just like some of, I guess like some of the mental thoughts that you've had when you're faced with these pressures, like what kind of thoughts go through your head when you're sitting there and you're dealing with whatever insecurities that you have because I know that those could really be like some insightful moments and like it could really dictate whether you charge it to yourself and actually like move forward with solving it or whether you take the other road and it's like well damn like I feel defeated so how do you guys normally feel when that happens what I've noticed is that as I've aged, the thoughts around my insecurities have changed. Like when I was younger, obviously it was the biggest deal in the world to me. And it was it was my only issue. Like my insecurities were my only problem. I didn't have bills. I didn't have other things to focus on. But now as I'm getting older, um, obviously I'm still growing through insecurities and growing through them. But it's like 
Okay, I don't have time to focus on this right now. Like this is, it's really not that serious. That's how I look at things now. Um, I I don't know if it's a a sense of maturity or um, just growth, but I, even on the days where I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so bloated, like look at my stomach or like, oh, I have a pimple or something. I'm just like, girl, you still a bad bitch. I, that's just, I don't, I, I guess it's just like a, something I've adapted along the way just to know that my body literally is always changing. Like I can't get mad at it. If it wants to do what it wants to do. All right. I'm going to just deal with it at the end of the day. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. I would say that I've gotten better at honestly gassing myself up. And I don't know if this will come across vain, but sometimes I'll look at old pictures and videos of myself. Well, not old, but like other pictures and videos of myself where I felt really pretty and I felt at my best. And I really, you know, showed out with a particular look or a particular face beat that I'll reflect on during those moments where I'm kind of just in my true natural essence. And I'm kind of just like, hmm. You look a little bit rough. I don't know if I like this, but like, it, it's just, um, it's reassuring myself in those moments and also um, just giving myself grace. I remember touching on it uh, maybe an episode or two ago where I've gotten better at, especially because of quarantine last year, like I didn't touch or play in any makeup. I wasn't going out. And I know that for some women, they took that time to actually experiment and get all fun and crazy with their with their palettes and whatnot but truthfully I was like I'm in the house I'm gonna stay like this all day every day and upon doing that and not touching makeup and not getting pretty for x amount of time I was falling in love with my natural features all over again honestly I took that time to try to so yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like for me um especially for something like weight, something that I've dealt with for a very long time. And one of those things that are a little, for lack of a better terms, harder to overcome because like in order for you to feel comfortable in the status of your weight, it's either a matter of gaining it or losing it. And sometimes that takes a bit of time. Um, back, like Back when I was younger, I would just be so upset about it. And sometimes I still do. I'm not going to lie. I'm human. So sometimes I look in the mirror. I don't like what I see. And I just get really down because it's my immediate reaction sometimes. Like, this really fucking sucks. I don't like this. And it gets me into a bit of a rut, not going to lie. But I've sort of tailored that into me knowing that in order for it to change, I actually have to do something about it. So it's like, I can't just sit here complain 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 mope 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 and expect that the weight is just going to melt off i ha i know that i have to do something so the the bad feelings that i have when i look in the mirror and i don't like what i see yeah i get upset but it also turns on that switch like girl if you don't want to look this way you kind of have to do some stuff about it, whether it's change your diet, whether it's go to the gym, whether it's cut certain things out, whatever the case may be, or in any drastic scenario. And if it gets to it, if you have to go get some sort of surgery in order to get that result that you need to, then that's what you have to do. But at the end of the day, I know now what I didn't know before or wasn't accepting before is that these insecurities can change or they can go away because something can be done. 
you know, and it might not take a day, it might not work overnight, but as long as you're actively working on it, that like, I think they said like, it takes like three weeks to form a habit or something. Like if you keep on working at it, it'll end up coming to pass and it'll make you feel better. I think it's important to also note that some insecurities won't change and that's just, you just got to charge it to the game. Like I talked earlier about my wide feet. What am I going to do about that? Cut off my pinky toe? Like it's just. Are we sure there's no surgery for that? How about you cut off your pinky toe and let me know how it goes. Okay. I'm just, can't they just shave down the sides a little bit? No. Shave with what? A knife? I'm I'm a little confused. Because I just want to know how she thinks she's supposed to walk after this. Because, uh, yeah, like, I just feel like there's no room for... What are they shaving down, though? That's what I'm trying to ask you. It's 2021. I'm sure they could figure it out. You figure it out. (laughs) This million million dollar idea, you figure it out. (laughs) That's a good one. Let us know how that goes. Y'all got it. Copy. And then when you come up with that million dollar idea, I will stand firmly in the fact that you thought of it first. Stand firmly, really? No stand, pun intended. Get stand firmly. Stand me. firmly. I will. Bitch. I will. Kristen might as well be because Carly, you won't be. So good luck with that. But I think um what I was saying was it's important to know that you have to change your mindset on it because you're not gonna go through your life like for instance for me. I'm not going to go through my whole entire life being like, oh, I'm a wide foot bitch. I hate myself. Like, da da da. It's something that I can't change. Like, what am I going to do about it? Buy shoes that fit. That's it. I'm not going to hate myself. I'm not going to hate my dad for having his feet. Like, you know, there's certain things you just have to adjust your mindset. The things that you can change, go ahead, change it. If it's by your hand or by the hand of a surgeon, whoever, if that's what you need to do. But if it's something that can't change, you shouldn't kill yourself about it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because like what what is it like moping over it forever if you know it's not going to change? Like it's just going to it's really is just an added burden to you. Not necessarily for no reason because your insecurities are valid, but it's just a burden that you add that if you are cognizant of the fact that it has no solution, you're kind of just carrying it like just to carry it, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um but Carly, I think you you touched on my um my next point a little while um a little earlier into the episode when you were saying like when you were younger there was a lot that you did in order to like fit in. You know what I mean? Yes. Um mm-hmm. especially because I know that both of us know the kind of area that you grew up in and I grew up in a similar area in like my developmental and experimental years as well. Um so in terms of like experimenting with your beauty, whether it's different fashion trends, different beauty trends, the way that you look in terms of your weight or anything like that, um, in and all of those things working in tandem with the desire to fit in, you know, how have these insecurities of yours or how have the things that you've done to manipulate your appearance and your beauty, how has that been with your mental health as well? Because I know that sometimes when you are around a certain group of people and you want to fit into this crowd, but you look at people who actually look like you and they don't necessarily look like that, it could fuck with your identity almost and like how you view what you actually like and what you don't like. So if you could just like get into that more as well, I'd like to hear that. Definitely. You know, 
I, I didn't, I can't fault myself for not knowing again, because of the fact that I had grew up in the environment that I, I had grown up in, you know, I just saw that was what was in, what was looking right, what people were loving, what obviously guys were fawning over. And I just followed suit. I look back now and I'm like, you know, those that looked like me were not doing the same thing. And I actually remember like going to the hair salon and being so upset with the way that my hair came out because it didn't look like the white girls. And of course I went to, I went to, you know, I went to a black salon, my flat, they weren't rocking flat twists back in that, back in my high school. But like, you know what I mean? My mom grew up on that. So that's what she wanted me to wear. You know what I mean? So it was just like seeing, seeing that and going through it and not seeing people like be open to it or not seeing others that look like me. Like it definitely made me question or question my validity. I would say if I was valid and stuff like that, because nobody was looking at me. You know what I mean? I, and I mean, I feel so silly saying this, but again, I, I, I got to give my high school younger self a hug because I didn't know any better. I wanted to be looked at. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's normal to want to be looked at and to be seen. Like, I feel like it would be a little disingenuine for me to be like, oh, don't do, like, don't worry about what a man thinks because like you want to be beautiful for yourself. And while I do believe that is true a hundred percent of the time, like at the end of the day, it's also not like we shouldn't beat ourselves over the head because we want to look good for others because we want to be noticed and we want to be seen as desirable. Cause I think that's very normal as well. I don't think that we should attribute our beauty to men, but I do think that if we want to look good, not only for ourselves, but to be desired, I don't think that we should be at fault for that either. So I do understand that moment as well because it's like I like I love looking good for myself, but like if a nigga wanna holler at me, like I I would like that as well. I'm not gonna lie, you know? But let me just say, I don't know why younger me was trying to be checked at by any of those raggedy ass niggas back then. Because looking back, I'm just like <laughs> Y'all some herbs. <laughs> some what? what? A, what a word. Herb. What? You ain't never heard that before? It's like a scrub, like, you know, dusty. No, who do you talk to that uses this language? <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while, but I definitely remember hearing that back in the day. No? Chris, maybe we just got different days because I ain't never heard that <laughs> You said maybe we just got different days. I'm done. But it's definitely, I think it's normal. Um, I know I look back at like some of my fucking high school crushes that I wanted to look at me so bad. And I'm like, I don't say y'all are some herbs, but it's something along those sentiments, you know, something similar. Um, but I'm so sorry, bitch. Who do you talk to that says y'all some herbs? Please, quickly. <laughs> I haven't. I'm so, I can't even try and like bounce back. <laughs> No, but wait, can I also touch on something real quick? I remember I was doing the sew-ins in high school a lot. I was, that was, that was like my peak sew-in era. Yes. The the leave out, out, the leave out era was quite a time. Mm -hmm. All my black girls listening to this are going to do a 
horror scream when I tell you. Now, the girls in high school were complimenting me out the ass. Like, oh my God, Carly, it looks so real. It's coming straight out your scalp. How you do that? Da, 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 right? When I tell you back then, I was getting relaxers and getting sew-ins put in like the same day or the day after to really achieve that sleek, flat look. When I, and I I was going to like Dominican salons who didn't really know how to cater. Yeah. They didn't know how to cater to black hair. Not at all. But I was doing that throughout high school and I really messed my head up. And I look at like, at what expense to get compliments like that? And it's just like the compliments they were satisfying so temporarily, but in the grand scheme of things, like I really, I really put my hair through some damage when I officially went to like my, my hairdresser who I'm with now, who really nursed my hair back to health. I was just like, I was so naive back then, <laughs> just trying to follow suit with what was in, uh, you know, so in sleek, the flatter, the better. That was what was going crazy back then. And I'm just like, oh, Carly, you've come such a long way. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like we all did, child. Because I know I was sitting in them Dominican doobie shop. Every you Sunday. were, you me were, too. Oh my, me you too. too. Oh my God! See, I don't like saying that too loud because I like. Of course, we know black hands and black hair only. They know it best. Keep it that way. Ironically, Dominican hands are black hands, but we're just gonna slide over that fact. And um, Chris, you know that finish whole, the episode. Yeah, you know that whole. I know black guy Dominican, but like I said. <laughs> We're gonna sleep on over it. We're gonna sleep on over that. It's sure not, not glaring in our face, but whatever. <laughs> okay, but there were, there's a bunch of different things I had on here, but for the sake of time, I think we're gonna just save those for another episode because those are like the, the real, real deep stuff, like the colorism, featureism, body dysmorphia that's, type that's, shit. That's the fourth episode of the saga that we're doing. If it, if need be. If need be, if not, we it, it will be tackled. We got a lot of we got a lot of yeah. shit to talk about. I'm not the next really... episode. Is it me? If no, it is me. me. Oh, okay, I'll just, if it's me, we gonna do that next week because I ain't thinking about shit. I, I was gonna, I was gonna, t- if it was okay, I was gonna touch on that because I actually really want to get into body dysmorphia. That's mm-hmm. something that I think definitely. Yeah, I've actually been really looking forward to getting into that topic. Now nah, take it. Me too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because, me too. Bitch, Sometimes I don't even know what I actually look Bro, like. Bro, no. see, okay. I'd be like, yo, what is the truth? <laughs> I heard about it back in high school, you know, um, being introduced to eating disorders and stuff like that. But I never really um, understood it in a like in a three sixty view. It wasn't until now that I'm like, nah, bro. I, especially especially since I moved away, going back home, seeing people that I haven't seen in months, and they're telling me, oh my God, you look so different. You look so good. I'm like, are we looking at the same person? Because what? Like even Vontae had told me when I when we were at your housewarming party, I was like, dead ass, because I feel like I'm still the over 200 pound girl that y'all met me as, like for real. So I'm really looking forward to getting into that topic next week. Be prepared, yes, I need to I need to be tipsy or something during that episode because mm-hmm. my fucking gosh if I I go through that shit damn near every day and I'm not even gassing or and I'm not exaggerating but it's like I never realized how real it was mm-hmm. you really could look in the mirror and see a completely different person people could I'm- look at you and see a completely different person I'm about to fuck your head up with this. Do you think certain mirrors make you look slimmer? 
when I tell you, when I go to stores, mm. I look skinnier than the mm. mirrors at my house. And I'm, and I've always felt this way when I'm trying shit on, I'm like, okay, like I like this little moment I have right. here, but as soon as I get home and I put on the same outfit, I'm like, why did I leave the store with that? Like it, those mirrors, I don't know if they got crack in them or whatever, but like, they really do. I'm glad you noticed better. I, I've always thought that for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing crazy. Even the mirrors in my fucking bedroom make me look different. Bitch, mm-hmm. you see the big mirror in the corner and the two on the walls, mm-hmm. the two on the walls, I call them funhouse mirrors. Them shits be making you look, it's strictly for decoration, my nigga. Them shits be making me look crazy spongebob crazy but then i go to the other one i'm like oh, okay jesus blood of jesus thank you hallelujah <laughs> jesus this is a real this is this is a real jesus, jesus, jesus. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a simulation this is not it no but that's so facts so thank you for bringing that up um actually no not thank you because now i'm just like damn now i can't look at mirrors anymore until i go to the store but thank you anyway um but yeah like we're gonna just wrap this up um i have a question that i've been struggling with a lot and I don't think I know my answer yet. But the question is, can people genuinely help you feel beautiful? Or is it something that you have to feel and achieve yourself? And I've been I've been thinking about this like all day, like as I've been writing everything out. And I really don't know if I could come up with a concrete answer. Because like part of me wants to say yes, because like the words of affirmation, even though that's not my love language, but like they're nice. But like at the end of the day, like you can't make a mirror for me or you can't tap into my brain. So like I'm really having a hard time thinking about this. People can definitely help you feel beautiful. Um, I think that's something that you have to work through internally, but it, it even in the little things when we post our pictures on social media, like the gas me up comments, like, yep, that's me. Like even Chris, you sharing my picture today. I'm like, oh my God, like you feel that love and it, yeah, it goes into, it's basically like for me, I'm speaking for me personally, like <laughs> look at the material. I know I'm a bad bitch. We don't actually have to keep saying it every episode, but when I post these pictures in these fits, yes, I want y'all niggas to gas me up. The shit hits. Like, it feels good. But I don't rely on it as my sole source of, oh, oh, somebody commented on my picture, I feel beautiful. Or, oh, like, my friends complimented me. Or, oh, I'm in the, the, the store mirror. Or my mom thinks I'm beautiful. It's something that I, at, at a foundational level, I think I'm the baddest bitch walking this earth. That's the only thing. But- you know, the compliments do help. So yes, people can definitely help you feel beautiful. You kind of touched on it already, Chris, um, saying words of affirmation, but my response to the question was going to be, I definitely feel as though your friends, your girls, your whole, your circle, whatever could help reaffirm your beauty. So, you know, it, cause it's like, if I didn't feel confident in myself or confident in my beauty, and they were showering me with these compliments, would they still, would it still all resonate the same? Don't I kind of need that nugget of already knowing that myself in order for that to kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? In order to accept, in order for you to accept it. Right. Like you have to feel that. Right. So I, so I feel, I feel that. And like, part of me wants to agree. Part of me wants to agree. And part of me kind of does but then I want to go back to like an earlier episode of like toxic positivity right so if I don't feel beautiful 
right? And the and you guys say, and you guys mean in general, not just like you two, like, and you guys say, no, girl, you look good. Stop it. But like, I like, there's no like real solution as to like how I could feel beautiful like there's only work that I can personally do in order for me to feel beautiful myself it's like it that's why I'm having like the issue because like those are at the end of the day those are just words and words can help you I'm not saying that they can't but it's like the work that needs to be done if it's really to the point that like you don't feel beautiful not necessarily that you think you're beautiful and you need people to reaffirm you of it like if you don't if you really don't feel beautiful and people tell you that you are that's the part that I'm like can can somebody's words really help me because it's like I don't feel it so like what are your how are your words going to help me do the groundwork in order for me to achieve that I think that's where my thing is that's the thing. It's like, it's nobody's job to help you do that groundwork to achieve anything. And I don't think that it's, it's a parallel to, or mirroring toxic positivity, because when your friends are complimenting you, when people are saying these things that they think you're beautiful, I'm, I, I can only speak for me and I'm, I can speak for Carly too, because I know her to be a genuine person. I think that those are genuine things that they're saying. I don't think it's something that, you know, where it's like, it's I, I don't I can't see that as toxic positivity. I feel like it's a genuine thing. I think you're gorgeous. I know I'm not going to say it. if you come to me and you're like, I am the most ugliest, fattest bitch in this world and I hate myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, I think you're beautiful. But like if on a regular day I'm telling you, Kristen, I think you're beautiful. That's the dead ass truth. Like my nigga, <laughs> you that's the only way that I see it. But in a sense, we're all saying the same thing because Again, in order for you to accept that compliment, like Carly said, that nugget has to be there. You have to already have done that foundation and done that groundwork in order to even hear what I'm saying. That's true. I feel it. I feel Mm -hmm. it. I feel it. It was just, it was more so just like the, if I already don't feel it and you tell me it, like, yeah, those yeah, those are your words, but I still don't feel it. But like that, the nugget portion, I guess, is the part that I missed in that because it very much so is valid that you can come to me and you can say that I'm beautiful, gorgeous, all you want, but it's still very real that I could be like, yeah, but no, you know, and those, and I think that's also a real portion of it as well. So that's where I guess like my yes, but no thing came in, but the whole nugget of doing the groundwork And then, you know, being able to accept those things as fact and then, you know, reaffirming yourself that you feel beautiful. I think that's the portion that I miss. So thank you for um, for giving that to me, because as somebody who struggles with the portion that I was saying, like, I don't feel well and people are telling me that I am and I just don't see it myself. I know that there's way more groundwork that probably has to be done, but not to say that it's impossible to do so. And for me to understand that people, like you said, like like people, or at least I would hope so, aren't just telling me these things just to tell me these things, you know? And that's why I do want to emphasize the importance of complimenting people. But if you're going to do it like, be genuine about it. Yep. Be genuine about it because 
an un, like a disingenuous compliment just for the strength of making yourself look like a good person sucks and it reeks it reeks it really because like, you can, I tell. can tell like what are you doing you like, can shut tell. the fuck up i'm so turned off by that because of the fact i don't know i'm such a girl's girl i mean shout out to the homies too but like i i definitely am more so for like showing my girls love and gassing them up and it's the fact that like people really just throw out empty bottomless compliments just to make themselves look better why <laughs> I, I i was gonna say like what do you get out of it but i'm like really you get that out of it <laughs> it's so strong like and i do, like you can't tell that i know that you're not being genuine about it like even to the effect of my response like if I know that somebody's being genuine to me the way that I respond to somebody who I know is being genuine about it is gonna be like a stark contrast to somebody that I know is not it'll be like a yeah thanks and and that's really it because like if you really feel this way there's gonna be something behind that or there's gonna be some other portion of affirmation that's going to like verify and validate that you meant your compliment you know and it'll also more often than not come again but some people they just throw it out there like it's a fucking empty gum wrapper and they just you know throw it out just to throw it out and it's fucking annoying the bitch said an empty gum wrapper like nah you could keep that thank you why you got niggas littering chris like <laughs> i really hate i really hate littering i do but i mean uh, i'm guilty. If, it, if it's if it's a fucking empty ass compliment i'll litter that shit i don't fucking want it it's fucking stupid keep it <laughs> that ass no but um I guess the last point that I have today is with all of these um, insecurities that we have, um, do you guys like have any tips or any advice as to how you guys can tackle the insecurities? And, and it could be whether it's like the mental part of how you tackle the securities. If it's literally like, if it's like a skin problem, like what you can do, or if it's like a beauty, t- a beauty hack that you want to sell just to, like, um, and the conversation on a lighter note, um, because I do think that it is helpful, like each one teach one kind of thing. Like if you know that something can help you, I'm not saying that it's foolproof, but it's something that I know that has worked for me and it's better for me to share it than to keep it and have somebody struggle. Um, and I know that they're struggling about it. So if you guys like have any hacks or tips or advice, like please do share. I would say that, um, one of my favorite things to do is after the sh- after my showers, uh, even while I'm moisturizing or right before I'm moisturizing, just take some time to appreciate your body and it's all natural state in the mirror. Just take that time to yourself and just appreciate every crevice, every curve, get close. If you need to step back, do a twirl, bend over, whatever you need to do, but just I don't being butt ass naked and just in your true self, true natural state. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part, I would say. Your favorite part of what? Of just getting more comfortable with myself <laughs> and just getting more comfortable with the fact that this is what I look like and this is what it is. And certain body features of mine that I may be insecure about, just appreciating it for what it is because of the fact like, 
I got you it. You can say it. Say it. I'm a bad bitch. I'm we're not bitch. being. We're not being timid. Like we're not you playing got, games here. I gotta what? stop doing that. That's that's my. That's like one of my um one of my things. Like I I do tend to be timid about like being bitch. outright no. with being pretty. First of all, I am of the school of thought that your beauty should be the loudest thing about you, bitch. You gonna see? You can say anything else about me. You could say I got a big head. You could say you don't like my shoes. I don't give a fuck, but you are going to notice I'm beautiful as fuck. Like, I love that because when I see women with that energy, I'm a, it's so alluring. I am so attracted to it. And then I ask myself, I'm like, like if I were to have the same energy, would I come off being um, cocky or arrogant? But like when they do it, Carly, it looks so nice. But Carly, this is what the, the, the nugget that you're missing is. Who's gonna fight you? And I, and I if am somebody of, is gonna fight you, who can beat you? And I That's am of the, I am of the school of so where do we go from here? Right? Because if I'm like, bitch, I love myself. And if somebody is like, you know what, I really don't like your makeup, I say, I do. So where do we go from here? Ooh. They have they have nothing, they have nothing to retort with. You I can't. like that. Okay, Where and then you gotta, there? and then you gotta twirl off to when Janae Aiko saying, "I love me enough for the both of us." <laughs> Just play that part only. You don't even have These to say anything. Great else. tips, guys. What the fuck? Like, who is gonna say? I can't understand it because sometimes it baffles me. Like, even the idea of why bullies exist in the first place. I don't get it because if somebody thinks that they look their best and they look beautiful, it's not my business. Like. Go and look beautiful. I'm not stopping you because me too. I'm looking like something. Like it's it, child, bitch, please. Bitch, please. I wish a bitch would tell me I'm I ugly. love this. No sure. dead ass, like y'all really just drop tips and gems for me to catch and that I will be like carrying with me and acting on for real. Thank because you. it's valid. It's valid. No. If somebody walked if somebody walked into if somebody walked up to you and was like you know what? I really don't like the fact that you're making more money than me. Are you just going to be like, you know what? You're, you're right. I'm just going to make less money just so it's you can feel better. Really, it's, it's not no. my fault you're a broke bitch. It's not I'm my fault so that you're sorry. broke. It's not I'm my so fault that you're broke. Sorry. But even another tip that I could think of, because I know um, for me, like it's, yes, please adopt everything that I'm saying because everything I'm saying is actual facts. I'm the most gorgeous person in my life. No offense to you guys. You guys are beautiful, but I'm gorgeous as <laughs> shit. You guys are too. It's not stopping mine, but look at the material. Anyways, um, something that I noticed that I did whenever I was feeling insecure with in regards to social media, tailor your social media timelines to things that make you feel beautiful. Like if you're struggling with weight and you're looking at all you're seeing is the BBL bodies, why don't you unfollow those pages? Like if the YouTube videos that you're popping up, like on the algorithm, adjust it so that you don't see that. Me, I'm of this, again, I'm of the school of thought that nobody, I don't need negativity in my life. Like if I see me, I, I exist and I think I'm beautiful. I'm not going to look at things that are going to start to make me feel like, oh, I need to catch up. I need to fix this about me. I need to fix that. Yes, societal pressures are still there, but I don't need to magnify it with my own social media on my phone device that I'm paying for. It doesn't make sense. Like You're absolutely right. And I'm so happy that you touched on that. That is so important. I feel like we we might have touched on this like in an episode or two sometime throughout this season. Like when it comes to your social media, your timeline, your feed or whatever, 
you definitely have the power to control what you see because we know that what you see resonates with you and can fester itself in whichever ways that it does. So it's super important to be mindful of what type of content you're digesting and you're constantly exposing yourself to. It is so important, especially considering the fact that most of these platforms that we're on more often than not, they're not real, but they cater to a particular demographic that's not us. So it's even more important for us to be careful with what we curate our timeline to be and so on and so forth. And to kind of um, piggyback on that, um, something that I want to say is you don't have to chase perfection because perfection is something that is subjective. And sometimes it's something that I don't want to say that it's not achievable, but it's, it's kind of like a, it's a it's a pretty inflammatory statement to kind of make people believe that there's this one standard to um, achieve. And if they don't achieve it, then they're not seen as perfect. So instead of chasing perfect, chase something that's right for you and what makes you feel comfortable. Because at least then you'll never go without saying that something is perfect because at least you enjoy it. At least it's right for you. At least you feel good about it and everything. Because this idea of perfection has literally turned people mad. It's fucked with their mental, fucked with their physical. It's become detrimental to other people. And it's just, it's really bad. So in this thing about beauty, like beauty is self, beauty is yourself. So do what you need to do in order to feel beautiful because like we just said before like what are like what is anybody else really going to do about it like yeah they could take a talk they could do whatever but like you still have to live with the beauty like every day regardless but yeah um with all of that that's pretty much the conversation for today i think this was a really good episode um Thank you guys so much for like opening up with your experiences and everything. I know we don't really get into like a whole bunch of story times, even though we probably should, but this is definitely something that I think um, with our personal experiences to know that like, we're not alone, like you guys aren't alone and we're not alone. Um, it was good for us to open up about those kind of things. So thank you guys so, so much. Um, in terms of wine of the week, um, I don't even want to say mine. Because it's not like it was bad, but it's just really not worth talking about. Um, uh, Ugo, you were drinking. To- I had a um, Casa a Negros. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say <laughs> on this on this tenth day of Melanin May? What did you just say? <laughs> I saw somebody say it on Twitter. They were like, "For, his, for they were like." mad black people have been giving Casamigo so much stock you know we, we're the ones that be buying it all up they really should have called it Casa Negros and I was like y'all really got me hmm. in a- I don't know seems anti-black to me so anyways <laughs> I had actually yes I had lemonade and Casamigos and then I'm also drinking a pina colada so whoa underrated really drink honestly quite truly only time I like coconut me too. I hate mm-hmm. coconut in foods and drinks. Oh, me too. Oh, I love coconut. No, nah, coconut shavings are the. Oh God, I hate no. it. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. like coconut shavings. Mm-mm. You like almond joys? Hell no. She do. Ew. Look she do. You like the almond joy mounds? No, I don't do that one. No, because yeah. I don't like dark chocolate. Who goes face? Oh, but yeah, I had a pina colada. That's all I got. Mm. 
Carly, were you sipping on anything? I didn't no. see. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I, was I, was, say, I haven't seen her sip one thing this whole No, episode. this episode was like, was presumably going to be mad heavy. So I was like, nah, I want right? to be kind of. No, I didn't even smoke. I'm sober. Like, these drinks are nothing. I yeah, smoke. we kind of we <laughs> cut hold, out like, the no. really, we cut out the really deep portion. We'll get into that, Carly, if you want to tackle that next time. Um, yeah. But yeah, we kind of don't have much to give you drink-wise. Um just don't be childish is what I've been trying to tell y'all forever. Um, and Henny, like, it's not by force. It is oh. not by, like... Yeah, I think we could kind of let Henny go as a as a people. We can um, retire it? I think we should. The, the chokehold that it has on us is a little bit too strong. Right? It, it was, like, I'm seeing Henny cinnamon rolls. I'm seeing Henny fettuccine. I'm like, Ugh. what are we doing? Like, it's really not that mm-hmm. deep. It's not you, that deep. You know what's actually really gross? That I, I, I remember seeing a craze, like, last year over the summer. Um, people would put, like, Henny shots in the dessert. Like, it would be, like, in... um. I don't know what it's oh, like, called. Oh, like a little, like, um, like you a, know, the, yeah, the suction you know, things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It would be like that in cupcakes and stuff like that. It wouldn't be a lot. It would be like literally about maybe a little bit less than a half a shot of Henny, but still just gross. Like, please, let's just free ourselves from the shackles of that. Please. Mm-mm. It's so fucking nasty. But as always, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of We Are That Podcast. We appreciate you guys so, so much. Um, I'm not going to give you the socials. If you want to find us, you'll find us. It's really not that hard. Like, there's no other podcast that has our name. You will be able to find us. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, you will be able to find our personals. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It is very, very easy. I promise you. Uh, but do you guys have like any other like announcements or anything that you guys want to share? Just want to wrap this up for today. No, I'm pretty good here. Same here. I think we had a great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, stay beautiful. Um, and stay not like Salazar Slytherin. But oh my God. God, I'm about to go. <laughs> Nobody even said anything about you. You see? You see? That's insecurity right there. You got some work to do, Carly. That little I'm nugget. Not- Find the nugget. That's a little nugget. I'm about to never. Why are you covering your teeth? <laughs> <cover your teeth? laughs> I'm about to never say any words that start with the S, uh, the letter S, or the bitch S- said every <laughs> word that started with the letter. Why was she? Why was she struggling? She said, and not and because I was trying not to say any S's. Yo, Carly, what day of the week did your birthday fall on this year? Kiss my ass. <laughs> Why should you cover her mouth though? Because like... I don't want y'all to uh, get <laughs> get me off this fucking mic. Oh, like always, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And that is the that on that. Period.